Today we are wrapping up our current conversation series, Sorted Tales of Faith. Yep, that's in the Bible. We explore different stories from the Bible that go from quirky to what the, or stories that when we explore it a little deeper, leave us with more questions than answers. So to close this series, I wanted to explore a story that as a kid, I thought was Stephen King-ish. But as an adult, I mostly ignored it because it forced me to ask questions for which I don't have answers. It's the story of King Saul and the medium from Endor. To give a little context to the story, Saul is the first king of Israel, roughly around the 11th century BCE. Another main character in the story is Samuel, Israel's last judge, a proxy ruler on behalf of God. Samuel is the one who transitions Israel from judges to monarchs. This story takes place towards the end of Saul's life. Samuel is dead and Saul's kingship is crashing down around him. Desperate for a way out of his mess, Saul goes to a medium from Endor so that she can consult Samuel beyond the grave for him. I told you it was Stephen Kingish. Well, let's read the story together. Now Samuel was dead and all Israel had mourned for him and buried him and in his own town of Ramah. Saul had expelled the mediums and spiritists from the land. The Philistines assembled and came and set up camp in Shunem, while Saul gathered all Israel and set up camp in Gilboa. When Saul saw the Philistine army, he was afraid. Terror filled his heart. He inquired of the Lord, but the Lord did not answer him by dreams or Urim or prophets. Saul then said to his attendants, find me a woman who is a medium so I may go and inquire of her. There is one in Endor, they said. So Saul disguised himself, putting on other clothes, and at night he and two men went to the woman. Consult a spirit for me, he said, and bring up the one that I name. But the woman said to him, Surely you know what Saul has done. He has cut off the mediums and spiritists from the land. Why have you set a trap for my life to bring about my death? Saul swore by the Lord, as surely as the Lord lives, you will not be punished for this. Then the woman asked, whom shall I bring up for you? Bring up Samuel, he said. When the woman saw Samuel, she cried out at the top of her voice to say this, and said to Saul, why have you deceived me? So you are Saul. The king said to her, don't be afraid. What do you see? The woman said, I see a ghostly figure coming up out of the earth. What does he look like, he asked. An old man wearing a robe is coming up, she said. Then Saul knew it was Samuel, and he bowed down and prostrated himself with his face to the ground. And Samuel said to Saul, why have you disturbed me by bringing me up? I'm in great distress, Saul said. The Philistines, our enemies, are fighting against me, and God has departed from me. He no longer answers me, either by prophet or by dreams. So I have called on you to tell me what to do. Samuel said, why do you consult me now that the Lord has departed from you and become your enemy? The Lord will deliver both Israel and you into the hands of the Philistine, and tomorrow you and your sons will be with me. The Lord will also give the army of Israel into the hands of the Philistines. 
Immediately Saul fell to the ground, full length on the ground, filled with fear because of what Samuel's words had spoken to him. His strength was gone. Now there was way too much to unpack everything in this short passage. The part I want to focus on, for, for me at least, is the obvious part. Saul is talking to a dead guy. A few questions begin to emerge immediately for me. What do I think is going on in this story? Is Saul talking to a ghost or talking to a dead Samuel? How would the authors and original audience have understood this story? Before we try to tackle those questions in any kind of way, I wanna spend some time revealing the lenses that would be at play here while we read this story. If you're like me and you grew up in a Christianized worldview, then your view of the world goes something like this. We live in a material world of flesh and blood. Basically, things really exist. But when one dies, they go somewhere else besides here. They go to either heaven or hell or some variation of that. But basically, dead people are really gone. Their spirit is somewhere else, but they sure don't pop up here in this material world. And I acknowledge that this is a gross generalization that I even disagree with at parts, but it is still in the back of my mind when I read this story. But if you grew up atheist or irreligious, it maybe goes a little bit like this for you. We live in a material world of flesh and blood. Basically things really exist here, but when one dies, they just die. They are essentially gone. But if you grew up in the ancient Near East, when this story was being told, you had a very different view of the world than our modern ones. You would have believed like us moderns in a material world, but instead of it just being material, flesh and blood, it was also very spiritual. The boundaries between this world and beyond this world folded in on themselves. You would have believed that when one dies, they went to the place of the dead. It was neither good nor bad, but the home of dead people. In ancient Hebrew culture, this place was called Sheol. Other cultures had different names for it. For example, the Greeks called this place Hades. So in this story, Sheol would have been one of those enfolded realities that were part of their worldview. So people with, let's just call them unique talents, would see into or summon people from within the different enfolded realities, right? You shouldn't mess with these different enfolded realities, but you could if you wanted to was their worldview. In fact, the Israelites had laws forbidding them from doing so, which is why Saul had abolished the mediums from the land. So all of us, we come to the story with some similarities, but there are also some really considerable differences. So in my humble opinion, there are three ways that you could view this story. First, Saul talks to a dead Samuel. We can work out the logistics at a later date, but it really was Samuel speaking from Sheol or beyond the grave. Second, and this is the version of the story that I grew up with, some kind of malevolent spirit or apparition is taking on Samuel's form, but it's not really Samuel. Or third, this is just a story well rooted in history this conversation between Saul and Samuel serves as a symbolic plot device that moves the story forward. Now let's go back to the series of questions that I had after reading the story. What do I think is going on in this story? Is Saul 
talking to a ghost or talking to a dead Samuel? How did the authors and original audience, how would they have understood the story? I'm gonna work through the latter first. I think we have to take the story at face value as far as how they would have understood it. There is no commentary in the text that would suggest that they thought dead Samuel was anyone or anything other than Samuel. Nowhere in the Bible do we have a story or explanation that says an evil spirit or a demon or anything else comes to people in the form of other people who have died. So we have to assume that this was just part of their worldview. We also have other instances where people traverse to the place of the dead, like in 1 Peter 3.19, where Jesus preaches the good news to the spirits from before Noah's flood that were in prison. Now, I'm not going to unpack that because it would lead to a whole nother conversation that I would love to have another time. But instead, I want to use it as an example of how the Jewish culture thought about conversing with dead people. So while no one can say with any sense of certainty, I think it's reasonable to assume the people who wrote and read this story initially thought this was an actual conversation between Saul and dead Samuel. Now, what do I think is going on in this story? Here's my best answer. I don't know. I believe in a spiritual reality. I don't think that when people die, they are just gone. So that leaves open a wide array of possibilities of what happened in this story. As I said, I was raised hearing the second possible explanation that Saul wasn't conversing with Samuel. But the question pops up for me is, but why is that more reasonable? Why is that a more reasonable answer than it was really just dead Samuel? The story is one of those biblical passages that I have never heard preached. I remember years ago when I lived in Hawaii, I was hanging out with some folks in a house church and they brought up this story. This was the first time I had heard that people hadn't heard the story the way I heard it growing up. Never mind that they had all sorts of other opinions about what was really happening in this story. When I shared the version of the story that I was raised with, this one woman in the group just said, I don't buy that at all. I think dead people actually can speak to us, but most of us are just not in tune with that reality. I remember getting so angry with her, like, how could you not see it my way? And not only that, isn't what you were saying some sort of new age spiritualist type, type stuff? Well, it turns out how she read the story wasn't so new age after all, but instead it was really an ancient version of the story that she was tapping into. And again, this is not to say that this is what happened or didn't happen, because I think it's one of those stories that's kind of meant to leave us guessing, but it is fair to say that the original audience of this story would have been like, yep, that is dead Samuel. Was it really dead Samuel? I have no idea. But I think it's one of those stories that it's fun to have a conversation about it. It's interesting to talk about those unfolded realities. Is it something that us moderns with our rationalistic type of thinking can actually tap into to actually believe in a mystical world and a spiritual world where things beyond our comprehension, beyond reason actually do happen?